That was such a like a <laughs> soft intro. <laughs> yeah, so weird. I mean, we're back, guys. We are back. Yeah, I after uh, me being away for like a whole week and a half in a ice tundra wasteland, <laughs> frigid, almost getting frostbite, dying. <laughs> also known as Canada. Canada. <laughs> um, so how's your uh, how was your really how's your two weeks been? Because I haven't seen you. Yeah, it's it, it's been all right, you know. I can complain, just keep myself busy. My phone broke, so I'm without a phone for 24 hours. That's interesting. And it just realized how subconsciously I think of my phone. Kind of like I dropped out like, huh, I'm going to go put in my GPS to figure out the, how traffic would be. Nope, don't have my phone. Great. Huh, maybe I can log in some food for my fitness pal. Oh, great, I forgot it. Maybe I can use my alarm. No, wait, I have to go use my actual digital alarm. Yeah, that's and, an interesting challenge for millennials. Just 20, hashtag 24 hours without your phone. Yeah, and it sucked because I was supposed to go do something for my work. Like, oh, yeah, we text everyone, say, 7 o'clock this morning that we're not supposed to be in. I said, wow, well, 24 hours ago, like 5.30 after work, I'm thinking I already dropped my phone off. So, yeah, Tupac came back alive. Biggie's back alive. Yeah. World War Three happened. I forgot my phone and can't really record it. So I kind of feel naked without it. Right, yeah. Um, maybe I'll do that just for funsies. Just I have... So I don't know, like for your viewers' uh, knowledge, I now have two phones, so I have two things I have to check constantly. <laughs> so that's like super annoying. Like they both chime at me, and I'm just kind of like, mm. well, one is strictly for work, but still. And like I have like like permissions on like my work phone. Like after like I think eight o'clock, like I don't get any notifications on my work phone anymore and like from eight to five there are no notifications so if you like message me like i didn't get it like because <laughs> my phone don't show me that uh so i feel like when you put boundaries on it it's good yeah but yay happy february happy february happy black history month everyone exactly. happy black history month the shortest month of the year is for black people <laughs> let's not Let's not get into that, though, and how that's kind of messed up. Why do yeah. we get the shortest goddamn month Yeah, and I'm year? thinking some people, I remember, were driving off the on uh, the highway, and mm -hmm. I think they're probably using Martha Luther King Jr. to sell Lexuses. Wow. Lexus. That was not a part of his dream. Um, <laughs> how dare you? I had a dream to have four-wheel drive. That's right, and the luxury seats <laughs> of the future. Oh, uh, no. And seat warmers. For all. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yes, it's, it's Black History Month, Valentine's Day is coming up in a week, you, all you men out there, and maybe some women who take the initiative and or lesbian relationships. Uh, yes, well, for your SOs, or if you can't be with your SOs this year, probably treat yourself, because... Treat yourself. Yes. Or if you're single, just treat yourself <laughs> on Valentine's Day. That's what I'm going to do. That's what yes. I have to do it. I'm not going to have a Valentine. So, yeah, so your Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, happy Chinese New Year to everybody. So much shit happens in, in February. <laughs> happy Chinese New Year to everybody who celebrates Chinese New Year. Yeah. Um, that was on the 5th. Wow. Uh, it's the year of the pig. Uh, so in case you don't know, if you are a pig in the year of the pig, your year apparently doesn't go that well for you. And I think mm. we both can attest to that because we're both dogs and the year of the dog was absolute nonsense. <laughs> Okay, for me at least, <laughs> it was not the best year. Um, so, yes, and then also happy in bulk. That was on the first for oh. all the pagans, my pagans out there. Happy. What is in bulk? Uh, so in bulk is when it's basically greeting the uh, the new year, and it's also like from what I understand, I could be totally wrong. If you know anything uh, further, listeners, like let me know. But in bulk is basically like the spring is here. Like, hello, welcome back. Um, the And the darkness is waning away also. So it's about to be light. So it's like spring equinox is coming. So yes, that is in bulk. And happy that to everyone else. Uh, is there anything I missed? I feel like there's so many things that have happened in like the last nine days. Yeah, I'm thinking holiday-wise. There was the State of the Union. <laughs> was that a holiday or a nightmare? <laughs> Uh, let's go over that real quick in our little segment. We can start with that. We'll start with um, the good, the bad, and uh, Nancy Pelosi had the best clap back. Yes, to stop <laughs> like that towards Trump. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best meme. I feel like they should put that in history books, like that meme. There's <laughs> a picture of her. Just... Well, considering um, 
this is going to be some high schoolers AP question in the future. I'm thinking, yeah. what is memes? Yeah. And what was the name of the porn star that the president's allegedly slept with? Wow, that this is what we're going to be asking 15 year olds, and like through 17 year olds <laughs> in the future. Like, hey, who? What porn star did the 45th president sleep with? And wow, that's that's this is the state we're in right now. This is the state of the union. Just this is y'all president. That's all I'm saying. This our president. No, don't put our. Put the UI in front of it. It's yours. <laughs> if you voted for him, he's yours, not mine. Uh, so I didn't watch the State of the Union because I was in Canada and um, I d- decided to be fully Canadian and not give a fuck. So like, <laughs> what, 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 what happened, Belmar? Since you actually watched it. Okay, so State of the Union, I have to say, it was not too bad. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of USA chants on both sides, the Republican side and the Democratic side. Trump said, you know, we need to stop um, abortion, which it sounds like um, he said, you know, full term of child's born and then we throw it away. I'm thinking that's mm-hmm. not really true. That's not how abortion works. Most women don't get like third trimester abortions unless their lives are in danger. Yeah, the um, late-term abortion. So yeah. at that point in the speech, I'm thinking, yeah, you're just really playing to your base there, bud. You mean the idiots who don't understand how abortion works? Because <laughs> that's really, like, if you have any, if you read, like, you know that that's not true. That's all I'm saying. Like, and if you're not acknowledging that it's not true, then you're just delusional and you want to live in your own fantasy world, which is, like, Yeah, or if you plead people. ignorance that, yes, yeah. for those who don't know abortions, there's... Um, early term abortions and late term abortions. Late term usually is after a certain point. Generally, most abortions are not really late term unless it's like dangerous mm-hmm. to the mother's health, like an ectopic pregnancy when the baby's born inside the um, the fallopian tube. Uh-huh, so yeah. yeah, that can probably kill the mother and kill yes. the baby. Yeah. So. Or if you have like an IUD, um, that increases the chances of um, ectopic pregnancy. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that word wrong. But uh, yeah, you yeah we we get the gist of it though you know like you most women do not carry a baby for seven to like nine months and then be all like oh yeah let me just get rid of it now like nobody who nobody is that sadistic or if they are it's a very small percentage of people like no woman just like carries a life inside her for that long only to be like oh yeah let me just get rid of it willy-nilly now like nobody yeah it's that. really a hard decision to come to yeah like i'm sure they, they went through turmoil like coming to this decision to like because they're gonna die either like if they don't so Okay. Just, a pos- oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah. No. So the positive side of Saul Swee, he did mention Alice Johnson. You know, Kim Kardashian West. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, came up to telling about the case, and he pardoned her. That I have to say, that's good. Right. Good. One of the only <laughs> good thing, and also prison reform, which he did. So that I will have to give to Trump. Well, I listen. I'll give credit where credit is due, but you're still a monster. <laughs> Whatever. Monsters can put on human faces sometimes and make decent decisions. Okay, and he talked a little bit about the First Step Act, which gives nonviolent offenders a chance to re-enter society as productive, law-abiding citizens. Because, okay. you know, it solves... Um, softens the well reading what npr has they say the first step back overcame opposition from a small minority of senate republicans of course once uh-huh. the president trump threw his weight behind it it softened some sentencing rules for federal prisoners probably by making retroactive a 2010 law mm-hmm. that sought to reduce sentencing disparities for drug products including crack and cocaine this mm-hmm. allowed estimated 4,600 federal prisoners to qualify for immediate release, which is pretty good. Uh-huh. Other measures such as more generous formula for time off for good behavior and a change, the federal three strikes rule, which allows tens of thousands to get out there, incarnation, well, incarceration mm-hmm. reform advocates say this. The first step is a small one, considering the federal prisons account for only a small slice of America's mm-hmm. incarcerated population, which stands at about 2 million people, but some of them also think the federal may pave the way for more state efforts to reduce incarceration. Because America is number one in state incarcerations. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm thinking that is a good step in the right direction because mm-hmm. I'm thinking there are people who rape and murder who get off on less charges. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, if I sell weed three times, I'm probably going to be in jail, like, say, for the three strikes you're out rule for, like, life or 20 years. Exactly. Like, there's a man who literally, like, who raped a child. Do you think he's going to jail? No. <laughs> That's fucked up. Okay. And then I know in Texas they're talking about reforming the bond system because, you know, a lot of people can just buy the way out of jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no. like It's ridiculous. But, yeah, um, is there anything else that this indecent human said that was decent or was everything else just a laughing matter? <laughs> um, let's see. He talks about, well, mentioned about people uh criminal in tennessee going to take college classes but um really very rarely do prisoners get like access to like college education oh yeah i know um some of my relatives actually work in the prison system and um in louisiana and uh yeah the classes they they offer them to make themselves look good the prisons Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, to say that they're, like, going with reform. Yeah. Um, but typically, uh, most prisoners do not get access to that unless they... Like, I think the, the prisoners who maybe were, like, cops who got sentenced to prison... Yeah. ...who got in, actually incarcerated will get... Because they're, they're smarter than the general yeah. population, so they feel like they'll actually like go to the classes and take the classes and pass the classes. Yeah. But the general population of prisons do not get to... Um, they don't get access to these classes, not the way they should. Yeah, and of course he talk about the caravans. You mean those things that don't exist? What about them? Yeah, because you know it, it it does exist, but they're not a mob angry yeah. trying to like with Zika and ISIS. I'm thinking really. I mean, I understand some people have issues separating Middle Eastern people, Indians with Mexicans, but there but is a difference. There is a clear difference if they're coming from. The Central Americas. <laughs> Why would they be from the Middle East? <laughs> I don't understand. They're all brown. They're all brown to me. It's yeah. the same color. I just, I don't. So, so he sends about less than 4,000 troops to the southern border to prepare for this onslaught to make sure this. Poor sick. people, they must be so bored at the board like i'm just saying um sorry every time you say caravan i think of that song i don't know who it's by but she's like you can reach me by a caravan and i'm just <laughs> <laughs> cross the desert like an arab man is that how he's doing it like is he just thinking of that song and he's like arabs caravan they're the same <laughs> like an- yeah, because I do remember a couple times working in the clinic, my boss, who is Pakistani, and then we had this Mexican woman that came in, and she was speaking Spanish to her, and she just stands like, yeah, I can't speak Spanish. Well, I mean, yeah, like, I get that a lot, too. Like, people, I'm I'm not Hispanic, but I get my hair and my skin tone, like, make me <laughs> look really Hispanic, I guess. So, like, people will just, like, come straight up to me and be like, and I'll be like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I understood what you said. I can't answer you in Spanish. <laughs> okay. I mean, so. you can passport the Dominican. Yeah. And, of course, he's saying how, you know, illegal immigration destroying our over-border schools and putting a good Americans out of work. Which is not true. Right. Isn't, like, uh, isn't unemployment at, like, the lowest? Yeah, I mean, un- unemployment's at the lowest. And really, immigrants kind of create a boom for native-born Americans. Because, right. you know, uh, usually, unless you're the not very educated and you're really, really poor, you're, um, you're not really threatened by illegal immigration. Right, because they don't take the jobs that white Americans want. I don't understand why we have to keep saying these things over and over again. Do you not have good reading comprehension I don't, or, like, listening skills? Do you need to go back to, like, elementary school? I don't understand. Like, most... I would love to see some white dude go out there and pick some fruit. Or, like, what... A, like, or, like, I don't... My dad works for a, a, watcham, a builder, okay? Right. So most of the construction guys, do you know, the people who are supervisors are white dudes. The people who work on the houses are all Hispanic, okay? They're blasting Hispanic music out there. They're drinking Coronas, okay? They're eating tacos, all right, on the job site. And tamales. And tamales, okay? They're they're not, there's no white dudes, okay? So I would love to see you come in and be all like, how dare you? You're taking my jobs building houses. You're not building houses. You just want to be over all these crews who are building the houses. So stop acting like you want the jobs 
that Hispanic people are taking. You and, and funny, because at the State of the Union, of course, you know how they like to troll people? Oh, yeah. Like, Trump invited the kid that got bullied because his last name was Trump. And he, the kid with the last name can end up falling asleep. And, um, of course, That's some... That's nice. uh-huh. <laughs> And it's a couple of Democrats invited, like, some of the people who work for Trump who are illegal immigrants, because mm-hmm. they keep saying how... Um, they said, okay, then can you show me some papers? So then I remember uh, one immigrant came in, uh, got some fake paper, like, okay, this is a fake. I mean, come on, go out there and go get a better fake. I know, like, okay, you can do better with that. Like, and then the guy pretty that almost looks at you like, okay, this is close enough. Okay, you can start working for us. So. Right, see? I, I can't. Um, so, yeah, anything else about the State of the Union that we need to know for those of us who didn't watch it because I didn't want to bore myself to death? <laughs> yes, and of course he said how walls work and walls save lives. Wow. Did he say something about a human wall on whatchamacallit? <laughs> In the State of the Union? On Twitter? Yeah, you know, he put a tweet out there where he's like, we'll put humans out there. We'll make a human wall if we have to. And it's just like... This is not cheerleading. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're oh, I was thinking, about... like, Red Rover? Red Rover, Red Rover. Oh, I was thinking about a human pyramid. <laughs> like, he just stacked people on top of each other. I was thinking, like, a human chain. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you can't cross. Okay. Yeah, and there are more women in the labor force than ever before. That's good. Is that has nothing to do with you, but okay. Yes, and then... After he say, don't sit, you're going to like this. Because, you know, all the new um, freshman congresswomen were all wearing white mm-hmm. to represent women's suffrage. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, exactly one century after Congress passed a constitutional amendment giving women the right to vote. We have more women serving Congress than any time before. And then USA. And then Crump said, that's great. Very great. And congratulations. That's great. Well, what a... Uh, I'm sorry. I just... I'm thinking about, you like, somebody, like, made some comment about how Cardi B is not very, like, eloquent and her grammar is bad because she said something, like, political recently. Um, I don't remember what it is, what it was, um, but I'm, like, they were, like, talking about her grammar and how bad it was. And I'm, like, you literally elected the most ineloquent president <laughs> we've probably ever had in the history of presidents. But you want to talk about Cardi B's speech. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. I think Cardi B's not that bad. I don't think Cardi B is that bad either. Like, she threatened to walk, like, Tommy Lauren like a dog. So, like, I don't... Like, she's great in my book. (laughs) I mean, Azalea Bates, on the other hand, she's trash. Oh, yeah, straight trash. Um, So, yeah, and even Cardi B and, like, Nicki Minaj, who have, like, anybody who keeps up with anything knows they have, like, a war going on between them for no reason um but like they even like kind of teamed up on Tommy Lauren a little bit and it was kind of beautiful to see <laughs> yeah because I remember she said okay what about you um because it's about 21 Savage like- yes like side note if you don't know 21 Savage was detained by ICE over the weekend because he uh surprise surprise is British <laughs> <laughs> nobody saw that coming <laughs> so yeah go on <laughs> And she, um, she was saying, have one, two, three, four, five ICE immigrants coming to take you out. And she's like, okay, then you. What about white people? Because she said, what about Native Americans? Uh, Nicki Minaj was saying that because you know you're not really coming. Like, whatever. My uh, ancestors came here legally because they discovered America. No, you did. You can't discover something that someone else is already occupying. Yeah, I mean, don't let Tommy Warren come to your house because she's going to discover. She's going to discover your house and maybe discover your man or something. I don't know. Tomato Laurence. Like, I just, I can't with her. Um, let's see, what else happened the two weeks that I was gone? Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, like, sidebar about Canada besides the fact that it's cold. They're so interesting. They Instead of speed limits, they have maximums. <laughs> and everything is kilometers, obviously. Oh. Yeah, and um, apparently they don't have processed, like, they don't have as much processed food as we do. Really? Yeah, one of the guys in my office was like, I wish I'd known you were going there because I would have told you to bring back Oreos. And I'm like, why? He's like, they taste better. And I was <laughs> like, like, it was a secret. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Next time, I'll bring back Oreos. Yeah, because us in America, we just like corn and one derivative that's in sodas, food, everything is high fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. 
which I think is now replacing sugar. So I'm guessing get the non-high fructose corn syrup is going to be taste the bomb. It does. Um, what else? Oh, I watched the Fire Festival documentary on mm. Netflix. That was super interesting. And I think the thing that I took away from it was that, brah, like... <laughs> Those people, the thing that like killed me the most was that those people went to that island and then as soon as night fell, they all turned on each other. <laughs> like it hadn't even been, you hadn't even been there 24 hours. And the only thing that you found out was that you were going to sleep in like wet tents on a beach. FEMA tents. FEMA tents on a beach. And your immediate solution was to hoard shit and like poke holes in other people's tents, like to make it miserable for everybody else. <laughs> Like, it wasn't going to make your situation even better. All you had was now a whole bunch of wet mattresses. <laughs> well, I actually watched both um, documentaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the one on who was a little bit more about Billy and how he makes his fart and a little bit about Magnesis. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, both of them are pretty good. Both of them does have a little bit of controversy behind it. Yeah. Like, the Netflix one was made by the media company that promoted um, Fire. Was it Fuck Jerry? Isn't yeah. That the one? yeah. Well, yeah, I think he's associated with that. So, mm-hmm. but also the Hulu one actually paid to get an interview with Billy. So mm-hmm. people didn't like that they interviewed. So both of them have some controversy behind it, but I think both of them are actually pretty good. Yeah, like I feel like you have to watch. My parents didn't know about the Hulu one. I told them about. It. I'm like, I feel like you have to watch both to get the whole thing because, like, I mean, I feel like Billy McFarlane is a sociopath. Yeah, and he's kind of like dodgy, and what the who one? I'm not sure if you have it. To me, it kind of like bashes millennials a little bit. It really does, though. Like, yeah, if you, because like as soon as they get to the part about millennials and the like, the fact that you know the me 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 generation, me me, me like, well, th- to be fair, if you ever like. Actually, I think Adam ruins everything. Adam did something about this where he was like, there is no such thing as generations. Like someone made generations up basically to blame young people for everything. Yeah. A generation before us, like baby boomers and Gen X, they were me, me, me too. Because hello, you were young ones too. You cared. You were selfish. You cared about your only yourself at one point. Yeah. I'm. We're probably gonna grow out of that and be less selfish, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, and then maybe too. blame on other generations. Yeah, I'm but. trying not to blame Gen Z for anything right now because I feel like we have to stop this cycle now because it's it's gross. Like yeah, like, but um. Yeah, no, as soon as it gets the part about Millennials and Fire Festival, like, they're immediately like, oh, Lord of the Flies. They start, like, putting up all these memes that other, like, Millennials probably put up about, oh, it serves you right, which white people, like, you deserve yeah. to be, like, treated this way and blah, blah, blah. And, like, of course, you know, they all win against each other immediately. And it's just kind of like, we're not all like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I was in a situation, I don't think I would have immediately turned on my neighbor and been like, give me all your shit. Like, no. Like, I would have yeah. been like, we're all in this shit together. How can we, like, work this out to where we're yeah. not all miserable for however long we have to be here? Like, you don't. We're not all terrible people. That's just, every every generation has terrible people in it. Like, you can't <laughs> you can't judge us all based on the fact that the, this small minority, and let me say small, there's only, like, a thousand of them there, I think. Yeah. There's a small minority of media influencers and people who have affluence. You cannot judge us based on that because most of us don't have that. Most yeah. of us don't have. How much did they spend on those tickets? Like, Well, some people say they, because I was looking at people who actually went to Fire Festival mm-hmm. and even some said, yeah, it's, it's better to go to Fire Festival than the Super Bowl, which is another thing. Um, some of them say anywhere between 300 to probably a few thousand because, you know, it depends what you want to buy because, you know, you have the little sh- tent mm-hmm. and then the shacks. Right, I'm right. thinking you knew it was probably going to be a shit show. Right. Yeah. Like, it's, like, most of us don't have $1,000 to drop on tickets, like, to go to a an island but i think some of them spent way more than that because they loaded money on those bracelets yeah. to like pay and it was like it was like some of them i think loaded six digits most of us don't have six digits to just drop on that kind of shit yeah like we like i don't even have six digits in my bank account right now how <laughs> hell am i supposed to drop that to go on a weekend to like the bahamas i can't like, yeah i mean so, there's like cheaper stuff to go to the bahamas or any caribbean island right yeah like no i and oh my god i feel so bad for all the bahamians yeah. I feel so bad. Like, especially for that lady. Like, spoiler yeah. alert. Sorry. Like, just watch it. Or whatever. But, like, at the end where she had to pay out her own pocket to pay all those people that worked, that slaved over, like, that food for those people for, like, you know, weeks and weeks. 
Like, it, it was terrible. And I really do hope that, like, I know they won't, but I really do hope that he gets what he deserves, like Billy yeah. McFarland. Like, I think, I feel like he needs to be in jail for at least the majority of his life. Because I think he's in jail now. And right. actually, I was looking up, I saw on Reddit that the lady who's in that documentary has actually got paid a hundred, uh, $100,000 on GoFundMe, which is really sweet. That's great. That's amazing. She totally deserves it. Like, they they really screwed her over. But yeah, because I know, especially being from the Caribbean, well, different island, but, yeah, people of the island are very, very generous and also very Christian, mm -hmm. and they're the type of people that give you the shirt off their back because right, right. it's one of the things I learned from my family is that anytime I go anywhere, don't come empty-handed. Like, my aunt visited me last week, because mm -hmm. um, she had to go my cousin went to go renew his green card mm -hmm. and they got me some rum cake which was really nice and mm -hmm. they also gave me 30 american dollars and i was showing her around like wow come everything in texas so big Throw yeah because i took her to kelly's and she was just amazed at the size of the pancakes yeah that's right we do it bigger here um so really taking advantage of these generous people really pisses me off it really does it, like i think that was the thing that i was angriest about in the whole thing it's just like they took advantage and of course they were all they all look like us you know of course it was the black people who got the short end of the stick at the end of the day and really like, jaw rule yeah like why would you i'm sorry like why would you even trust somebody like i'm pretty sure most millennials don't even know who the hell jaw rule is like they probably can't even name a jaw rule song but you thought that jaw rule was gonna to be able to know yeah for me i'm thinking i know who he was i only can name like two three songs but he's irrelevant he's hella irrelevant like, yeah i mean he's not popping and i remember dave Chappelle kind of made this sketch like i mean like 9 11 half was called jaw like why would you call it jaw rule i mean no one think oh no i got robbed where's jaw rule no. i need jaw rule to make sense of this no nobody I, nobody knows me i'm sorry it was there was a waste but yes i encourage everyone to watch the fire festival documentary because i think it, it really does teach you about human nature, and it's also really, like, it teaches you about, like, kind of how corporations work, yeah. too. Because we, I had to watch it for work, actually, for because we were talking about PR, like, right. the whole thing, like, how it's surrounded and how communications played a big part in it. Yeah. Because he really did keep us steady. Like, he only let you know as much as you need to know. Right. In, in terms of information. And that's how he got away with it, I think. So, yes, definitely watch it. Um, yeah. What else happened? The Super Bowl. I did not watch that either. Oh, I watched it. <laughs> How, what was it like? How was it? Oh, my God. It was so boring. <laughs> I would rather go buy it. I mean, I feel sorry for the people who paid. I would rather buy a ticket to the Fire Festival right, exactly. than buy a ticket to the Super Bowl because it was really, really boring. And, of course, the Patriots won. Well, that's what happens when you let cheaters win every year. <laughs> Like, it would have been a way more interesting Super Bowl if you had actually called the right play for the Saints. I'm sorry, like, I'm super biased. My my family's from Louisiana. They literally, like, boycotted the Super Bowl this year because they're like, how dare you do my Saints like that? Yeah. So, like, um, if you had actually called the right play for the Saints and they had won, like, it probably would have been a way more interesting Super Bowl. Yeah, none of the commercials, which are something I always look forward to for the Super Bowl, the freaking... The commercials weren't really out that interesting, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So, um, Maroon 5, I think it's the second time they're in the Super Bowl. Oh, they were, really? Yeah, they were right. Because I remember they came up with Beyonce and uh, um, Bruno Mars for one of for oh, one okay. thing. That's when Tommy Warren became famous because she was ranting at why Beyonce loves the Black Panthers, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> Freaking Tommy Lauren, I'm sorry. Every time they say, every time someone says her name, like a little piece Tony of my lasagna. Heart. Yeah, Tony Lasagna. That's why I won't call her uh, her name. Tammy. Like I'll just be all like Tammy La Lozenge or something. <laughs> <laughs> like she's just, oh, she's a bane of the I exist. Like Barbie Tammy doll. Laryngitis. I yeah. just can't. I mean, just like they're really alive. I mean, she's trying to be like Kellyanne Conway and Rose. Um, why would you want to look like Skeletor? Yeah, I mean, and Ann Coulter. Even worse. Oh, my God. Pick better role models, okay? Be like Beyonce. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, oh, so Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, Netflix, of course, is having a whole bunch of specials. Ooh. Um, they're having a Big Mouth special for Valentine's Day, I think. Sweet. Um, and, of course, uh, this has nothing to do with Valentine's Day, but there's, like, this new show on there called Siempre Bruja. It mm. means Always a Witch. 
in um, Spanish unless some somebody a Hispanic listener comes on and be like that's not what it means but I'm pretty sure that's what it means um, but uh, that I really am interested in watching because of course I'm all things witchy and pagan and I like it so much I want to watch it but it is I think it is also kind of about love so uh, definitely go check that out let me see if I can find details sorry yeah, and also I've been watching Carmen San Diego who has it been good actually it's been pretty good it's a different take on her Ooh. So there's different tastes because I know the first Carmen San Diego, she was part of um, part of Vile, and another one she used to work for Acme and then quit Acme and then became part of Vile and then she runs Vile. And this one she was actually like an orphaned, and mm-hmm. she was about wanting to be Vile, but then the one of the teachers at the school screwed her over and she didn't graduate but she decided you know what i'm gonna go quit and i'm gonna steal for good and not steal for bad so yeah so she steals different valuable things against vile and all of that while interpol and acme's on her tail Mm. so she actually steals and just give the money to proceeding charities and you get to learn a little bit about um Mm -hmm. uh what's it called uh geography like i learned that indonesia's staple food is actually rice and i think it's like the third biggest population in the world nice behind china and Mm -hmm. america yeah oh yeah so it would be china america then indonesia yeah with a lot of islands Mm -hmm. and their plan for vile was like destroy all their plant crops and then after destroying their plant crops um put their own vial so then they start making money off the people so destroy mm-hmm. their staple food so right. it's quite entertaining hmm. and surprising too yeah yeah i mean and a lot of people don't like reboots but this one's actually been pretty good oh yeah um there's a uh oh big mouth episode real quick uh it premiered yesterday actually oh yes uh-huh and um it's a double episode um, so there's lots of songs and laughs and, uh, tears, they say, so it should be interesting for all the, you people who love Big Mouth. Which um, I really love. I mean, one thing I actually laugh about with one episode about their female empowerment one would think, wait, women can get horny too? <laughs> And they're just really shocked and their head exploded because all these women were reading this book and they kind of get turned on by it. So mm-hmm. like, I don't get it. How do girls get turned on by certain things? Like, you know, we get turned on by the sexual tension mm-hmm. or a guy carrying a baby or a guy oh, in a good yeah. suit. Oh, I love guys and babies <laughs> so much. Don't get me started. I like guys in suits. <laughs> oh, yes. Men in uniforms. So great. Um, and guys in suits, God, guys just being sensitive in general is just so hot. Like, oh my God, you're a decent human being. <laughs> Take me to bed. Um, but so speaking of Valentine's Day, is all of you people who Valentine's Day's, I mean, well, if you got a girl that's like super into Valentine's Day, it's days for you. But yeah. like speaking of Valentine's Day, here are some things that you can do based on your love hubby's zodiac sign or your girl's zodiac sign. Ooh. So I'm going to read ours first because we're amazing. <laughs> so I'm going to read, uh, where's Pisces? That's what Belmar says. She's a Pisces. Yep. Pisces. But my moon sign is Capricorn. It is. I'll read both. So pottery class. That's what it says for you. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. There are, this is Pisces are artistic, creative, and emotional. Um, yep. They love philosophy and endless deep talks. Um, and they like to create something. So, book a lesson at a pottery studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And you then Capricorn. Are you? Yeah, you said Capricorn. Yeah, my moon sign's a Capricorn. Capricorn. So, plant a tree. Look, you just getting your hands dirty all Valentine's <laughs> Day. Plant a tree because Capricorns are ambitious, disciplined, and wise, and also pessimistic, which they'll say is just being realistic. So, for Valentine's Day, feel frivolous and silly. Um, oh, they said, so Valentine's Day can feel frivolous and silly to them, and spending a lot of time and money might necessarily be satisfying, so they would like to plant a tree instead, or you, or your, the person, or your, uh, the significant other of the Capricorn can plant a tree in honor of you. Aww. So it's just super cute. So, if you want to impress Belmars, uh, <laughs> wink, 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 <laughs> plant a tree or take it to a potty class. Um... I am a Cancer and a Taurus, so I have to scroll up a little bit. Excuse <laughs> me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
Um, cancer, stay in. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> cancer's creative, spontaneous, and super devoted to those they love and trust. Absolutely. And we are very cautious um, to opening our hearts. But once you're in, you're in. Um, Valentine's Day is super special because we value our relationships. Um, so since their home is our safe place, stay home. Decorate decorate with flowers, order in, light some candles. Hell yeah. I want all of that. Just stay in with me. Let's talk. Um, and then for Taurus, it's scavenger hunt. <gasps> yes, around my house. <laughs> or my backyard. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I, we're organized, dependable, loves to stay in our lane. That being said, one of the most we're among the most emotional, which means we're a it's a big deal, Valentine's Day. Of course it is. Um, we love rules and uh romantic scavenger hunts are perfect. I will relish following your clues, yes. To first date spots, a boutique where a small gift awaits them, and finally a favorite local restaurant. Or we can still stay it. I mean, I don't care. We just combine those two things. <laughs> so, yeah, I won't read the rest. Go check out the Elite Daily article for more. Like, look up your zodiac sign, look up your CSO uh, zodiac sign, and make it special, y'all. Um, don't just take them to like another, like, I mean, unless they like that sort of thing, like going to a, a restaurant and just ordering like a a basic ass dish or whatever just like do something super special um but yeah even if you don't believe in zodiac signs it's an interesting way yeah i find it entertaining Mm because i know with my so he's he's not too big into the um zodiac signs Mm -hmm. he's not such a taurus i know right (laughs) i can say that because i i too am a taurus (laughs) But. but um so he's not too big into the Zodiac. I mean, I just find it interesting. So, yeah. But I guess it depends how you fall. And I also like tarot cards because I also find those things entertaining. So yeah. it's just really entertaining. like to pass the time. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, yes, Valentine's Day. If you're single for Valentine's Day, treat yourself. Yes, treat yourself. And, uh, and treat your friends. I just gave Belinda her uh, gift. Now, it was technically not for Valentine's Day. It's technically because I was in Canada. But, like, <laughs> it's a gift. And it's beautiful. Yes. Uh, so, um, what else do we have? The Grammys are tomorrow. Um, if you're watching it, cool. If you're not watching it, nobody's going to fault you for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't kept up with the Grammys or whenever the Oscars is. Yeah, the Oscars are coming up too. I'm only excited about the Oscars because <laughs> Black Panther has <laughs> been nominated. <laughs> so exciting. Uh, but like, so that's, I'm going to watch the Oscars. I don't think I'll watch the Grammys only because I may peek in a little bit because Alicia Keys is supposed to be hosting. So if those yeah. of you who like Alicia Keys, like definitely check it out. But um, yeah, the Grammys are here tomorrow. So if you like music or if you like award shows, cool. Check it out. Watch it. The Oscars is supposed to have no host this year. Okay. Yeah, because I'm guessing they can't find anyone with a problematic, well, because everyone's some freaking problematic with their past. I know, and they won't apologize for it, sorry. Like, I, I don't care about the, well, I do care about the fact that Kevin Hart said all those terrible things about bashing yeah. dollhouses over gay babies' heads. Yeah. Like, no, that's not okay. Um, he did technically apologize for it. I'm just mad, I'm still, but I'm still mad about it, like a collection of other things that he's done. So, like, Kevin Hart's not like my favorite person right now but whatever like yeah so um we don't really have a topic for today so we're just gonna move straight on to valentine's day advice with our relationship rooted relationships okay then i'll just go with this one by grace grace molly Uh boyfriend told me he's bored of what we are but doesn't want to break up my what the fuck does that mean okay her boyfriend is 22 she's 20 she said my boyfriend has recently told me he's bored of what our relation has become but it's not hinting at breaking up we've been together for a year and back in may he moved in with one of his friends who goes a lot for work and his girlfriend living three hours away so he's at home a lot a lot of the time, uh-huh. which means we have a lot of time to ourselves. Huh. More importantly, lately, his housemate has been away working for four months, so I've been staying there every night, which is normal for us because I usually stay there five, seven nights a week when he's home. Last night, when I got home, after finishing up the TV, I got I go to cuddle him. He tells me to leave him alone because I'm being annoying. Bitch. Uh, I asked why he can't give me a reason. He's suffering from depression quite a lot, and he would go through extreme mood swings. For example, last week straight he has been really good mood wise and been generally happy most of the time and upon further discussion he tells me he's bored when i ask him what he says us i called him around half an hour ago to see if you want to grab a drink but i'm not seeing you tonight this hurts me a lot 
I tend to blame myself for a lot of shitty things that happen in my relationship, but I'm not sure about this one. If he's bored, why not do things different, different things uh-huh. together rather than cutting me out for one night so he can be bored on his own? All we do is watch movies or eat food, or he will play vintage while I go on Facebook on my laptop. I know we are both bored. I've been bored for a long time, but he used this depression as an excuse not to go out and do things, so we remain doing the same shitty things every day. I'm just looking for advice and opinions. I'm... I know I'm not blaming myself for this, but why is he blaming me? And why is he suddenly wanting a long time? Mm-hmm. Too long, didn't read my boyfriend say he's bored of what we do in our relationship, but wouldn't give me a reason why and has decided to have alone time rather than doing something together that will not be boring. So I'm, my immediate reaction is to break up with this ass. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It just is because, like, he's not putting in any effort in your relationship. Right. And, like, you don't want to be in that kind of relationship. Like, you don't. Um, you deserve better, like because you actually are trying to put in work, and yeah. he's not. So, I mean, that my immediate solution is to break up with that. <laughs> like, if he won't do it, then you do it, girl. Take the initiative. Um, yeah, I'm thinking. Also, how do you guys handle? Because I'm guessing he has depression. Right. So I'm thinking, how do you handle his bites of depression? Right. Because if he's getting bored of us, I'm thinking probably he's considered probably a trial period to separate. I'm thinking it's probably not worth it because you guys been together, I'm, well, they said for a year. Only um, for a year? Yeah. Oh, please. Um, uh, I feel like my part of me wants to ask, like, what he's doing about the fact that he has depression. Is he taking antidepressants? Is he going to therapy? Is he working on himself? Is he trying to manage with his depression? Or is he just kind of like, I got it. I'm not going to do anything about it. And I'm just going to be a miserable person who makes everybody else around me miserable. It's one thing to have a depression is not, I mean, a lot of people have depression and that's not an excuse. Like, obviously yeah. there's different levels of depression, but I mean, if you think it's bad enough and it is debilitating enough, you would go and try to fix it. Right. You would go and try or at least manage it. So I, I'm, I'm he's using it as an excuse, like she said, to yeah. basically act like a shitty human and that's not okay like there are people who actually have depression who don't want it and who don't use it as an excuse so that doesn't mean you can't either yeah i'm thinking probably just cut your loss and probably let them go Mm because i'm thinking if you keep standing around you're probably just keep dragging yourself down you kind of just keep blaming so like oh what can i do to make him happy am i not sexy enough he has to make his own self happy yeah, like, you're not responsible for someone else. Sorry, I, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but you're not responsible for someone else's happiness. Please remember this, everybody in a relationship. You are not responsible for anyone else's happiness other than your own. Right. So, sorry, what do you mean to say? Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, because I'm guessing if you're going to stay around him, it's going to, like, weigh you down emotionally. Mm-hmm. And you really don't want that because, I mean, here you are outgoing. I'm thinking, yeah, you guys been together for a year, but I'm thinking it's probably not worth it. I mean, if he's bored of us, I'm thinking right now he's just coasting. And I would really think, especially if you're in a relationship you don't see going anywhere, it's kind of a waste of your time. So yes. I'm just thinking probably go out and spend time on yourself because I'm thinking just kind of ask yourself do you want to do you see yourself in the future with a guy who goes through episodes like this do you feel like you want to be loved like that right or i'm just thinking if you're not getting loved the way you want to be loved then Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be in a relationship like this exactly yes girl preach snaps snaps to the poetry (laughs) yes girl yes just uh yeah like just you gotta leave I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't seem like he's been making an effort anyway since y'all first sat together because he said that all y'all do, you said all y'all do is eat food and di- you don't go out? Like, you don't do Yeah, they things. said they don't um, go out because, you know, she said if you want to grab dinner, he said, I don't want to see you tonight because it really hurts. He said uh, you're getting annoyed when she wants to cuddle. I'm, That's, I'm sorry. If any man that I was in a relationship with told me I was annoying, I'd be like, well, I'm going to, I would be packing my shit. I'd be like, well, we're... <laughs> We're not together anymore, just in case you didn't know. Uh, nobody calls me annoying, okay, bitch? I know I'm annoying. I don't need you to tell me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking the kind of the swan songs coming to the end of this relationship. Mm-hmm. It's something like it's going to end. I'm thinking he probably wants to really drag off the process and not just rip off the Band-Aid immediately. Because mm-hmm. at this point, I'm thinking he doesn't want to say end it because I guess he doesn't want to seem like a jerk. But surprise, I'm pretty sure he already seems like a jerk right surprise, now. Surprise, surprise, you are a fucking jerk. So, so <laughs> my opinion, probably let him go. Let him go, girl. Focus on yourself. Celebrate Valentine's Day on your, on your though. Who else you got? 
Okay, let's see. I am sure where my girlfriend's telling the truth or not. Well, mm. let's do something from guys. Oh, typos. Here's <laughs> a little background. I've been with my girlfriend for around six months, and things are generally amazing. However, there have been a few things recently which gave me question about the relationship. I am sure whether these are red flags or whether I'm being paranoid and letting my past come to haunt me. Let's go back a few years. I was with my ex for seven years. I have a somewhat there, and that relationship ended quite badly. I have found that she's been having an affair and been cheating on me for months. Ooh, I have a horrible Ooh. feeling this is going to happen due to her being secretive with her phone, deleting messages, and Jimmy's just acting shady. This went on for months prior to me finding out. Obviously, after seven years, this really hurt me. Moving on now. Recently, my girlfriend's been acting a little strange. Firstly, she's been a little shady with her phone. She left the room last week, went to get in the shower, ran back to five minutes later, panting, and picked up her phone. Her excuse was that she wanted to know why her messages weren't delivered on WhatsApp. I asked her why couldn't you wait until she had a shower, but she said she just needed to check. Let's flip forward today. She's been friends with a family friend since a child, since a child and she really regularly texts them and all cool with the relationship. She used to meet up regularly and chill with them, so these days, due to his work commands, they usually just text. Yesterday, if we were trying to look down her phone while she was texting, it looked like she was sending a pretty large message to him. I thought nothing of it, and today I saw her phone again while she was set on, and she had deleted all her messages from mm -hmm. no one else. Well, I question why she said she hasn't spoken for a while and chose to delete them, which is fair, but she doesn't ever delete anyone else's message. She's been pretty secretive in the past, and um, certain things have come out from being of our life where we were meant to be exclusive and were disrespectful. She says she's a different person since we met and got serious. I don't know what I'm, I'm overanalyzing, but in the past, I always said, trust my gut moving forward. This time, I don't know what to do. What do you guys suggest? Cheers. Two drives and girlfriend acting shady, don't worry, I'm being paranoid. Trust my gut or not? Uh, trust your gut, always. I always say that every time because I'm a really, I feel like we're, <laughs> I'm bringing like astrology back into this again, but like yeah. we're really intuitive signs, like because we're water signs. Yeah. So I trust my gut no matter what, and it has never led me wrong. I've never gotten into any kind of situation like this. Knock on wood, because I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be. But like, yeah, like if you feel like she's being shady and she, she may be cheating, then you should, like, go. You should like confront her about it. This is confrontational millennials. Confront her. Like, you need to be all like, hey, what's going on with you? Why do you keep hiding your phone? Why are you deleting messages from this guy? Why are you so panicky about it? Like, you, like, nobody, I feel like people don't want to do that because they feel like it's accusatory and that somebody's going to yeah. overreact and feel like, like, oh, my God. But if somebody actually wants to be in a relationship with you and wants it to work, they will work it out with you. They yeah. will be all like, oh, my God this is what's happening like it won't be all like why are you asking me this why did that but no i'm trying to talk to you okay so if they don't want to talk then that should tell you hey bye end it because that is that's that's guilt yeah i'm thinking if you really want to know i mean does she know about your past thinking okay i came from a bad relationship mm -hmm. i don't want us to happen again mm -hmm. but also you're acting really shady Right, yeah. I'm thinking, what is honestly going on? Because I'm just thinking, jumping out of the shower to look at your phone. I'm thinking. That's hella. I'm sorry. That's hella weird. Like, you're in the shower. You've been in there for five minutes. You're soaking wet. You come out and you're like, where's my phone? But what the fuck are you doing in there? <laughs> like, I'm just. No, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, my answer is probably going to be the same for all these breakup with her. <laughs> Because you men deserve, listen, I, people are always like, men are trash, men are trash, or whatever. Wow. Not all men are trash, okay? This guy sounds pretty decent from the way yeah. he described himself. So, and he sounds like he doesn't deserve this. So, you men, when you act like kings, you are kings. You yeah. are princes. And you deserve the best. You deserve the best when you are the best. So, if this woman is not for you, if she's not the best, if she is cheating on you and you think she is and it's your gut instinct, confront her. If she doesn't admit to it or if she does and she's acting shady, then you need to move on. You need to go before it gets really serious. You said it's only been six months. You can get over six months, baby. You yeah. get over <laughs> six months in about two weeks if you try hard enough. Um, so... I say break up with her ass. But like, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm just thinking it's not worth it, King. Not worth it, King, yeah. Okay. Let's see. All right, what you got? Let's do one more. Yeah? Let's see. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I saw one that said won't have sex with girlfriend because of my penis size. Okay. 
a bit about me. I'm 170, height 6'1". We've been together for two months. We studied in the same uni. Okay, I'm assuming he's British. or So the okay. title says I don't want to have sex with my girlfriend because I have a small penis. I'm really embarrassed about, about it. Like 2.25 inches and 4.75 actually. I don't want to initiate sex even though I'm pretty sure she wants it mentioned a couple times. This is my first girlfriend. I really like her. She's a sweet person and we have a ton of common. I really don't want to ruin it. I really don't know what to do and I need your help. Should I text her about my below average penis now or what? Thanks in advance. Um, I feel like you should always be uh, forthcoming about uh, these types of things. That way you don't get... Because sex, I mean, sex is not everything, but sex yeah. is still important. Um, if you're... Unless you're asexual and then sex is nothing. But, like, sex is still an important part of a relationship. So, like, yes, I feel like you should be uh, forthcoming about it before you get emotionally attached to this girl. And y'all get in the bedroom and y'all get in the sheets and she sees it and she's like, what is this? Okay, this is good advice. One person says, hopping 13577911. She said, well, I'm... Yeah, not sure if it's she or he. She said, first of all, stop watching porn. And it's about <laughs> dick size. Yeah, it's not. Believe me. Isn't. Women don't just say this because they want men to feel better. It's about how you use it. If you're willing to go the extra mile to please her and to find out what pleases her. Uh-huh. It might not be mind-blowing the first time, but if you ask and have a conversation about telling her what she likes uh-huh. or giving you direction in bedroom yes. or even have her taken leave, we'll get there. Husband's about five inches hard. Have had guys bigger that are shit because they don't care and think the size is all that matters. It's not all that matters. It's about the stroke, friend. It's about the strokes it's about how what you do with it okay yeah i think it's not the size of the boat it's about the motion of the ocean indeed indubitably listen if you can get some techniques down you like read some articles you practice you you be might be a monster in bed you have no idea you got all that potential you just haven't discovered it yet so don't feel bad precious about like you know your size yeah i'm just thinking one of the most attractive things in a man i'm guessing your heterosexual. It's just really the effort that he wants yes. to go the extra mile. Bro, if you, you if you give her head, it'll be fine. <laughs> Bro, just go down on her. If you just give her an orgasm and she'll be like, Yes, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure like she hasn't experienced that that often. So if you give her an orgasm, you're already like on the right track. Yeah, and I know guys are really self conscious about the penis size, but yeah. Just don't really compare yourself. Like, I didn't go on for five hours. I'm thinking, no, no, no one goes on for Nobody five hours. Nobody goes on for five hours. Listen, like, I maybe an hour. <laughs> That's more than one round. <laughs> like, with breaks in between. Okay, <laughs> like, I need some snacks. I need some water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. I'm thinking, he, you're about average, sweetie, so it's don't okay. worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. Like, sm- not all women are size queens. They, they really are not. Like, it's, it's about what you do. Yes. You got this. You can do it. I believe in you. Um, yes. All right. Um, do we have anything else? Oh, we didn't do a black history fact. Let's yes. end with black history. And yes, to end up with a black history fact we want to talk about. Because black people, I'm thinking not just in America, but black people all around the world should really be appreciated. We I'm guessing. Yes. We should be really loved. I'm yes. just saying. Hmm. We donate so much to society. Like, for example, the father of gynecology, well, even though he's a white man, mm-hmm. um, he learned everything we know about vaginal fistulas from um working on african-american slaves yeah yeah without their consent mind you um but well some say it is some say it isn't and he didn't use anesthesia on them yeah that's bro we're so hardcore like let me just like pause real quick i don't know how black women are like the least appreciated of the because like if you look at studies from like okay cupid and stuff like that People do not want to get together with us, and I don't know why the fuck not. Okay, because like we are probably one of the strongest, if yeah. not the strongest. And I remember an article that we're also the most educated by race and gender. Yes, girl, yes. All of us getting those advanced degrees. Hell yeah. So, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably need to represent black mediocrity, but that's another story. <laughs> Yay, yeah. yeah, I mean, black people need a range because, you know, like, with white people, they have a range. I mean, they can be a mediocre white person or super successful white person, yeah. everything in between, but not much. Like, either you're black girl magic or black girl nothing. Listen, we are the in-between black girls. Yes. High five, yeah. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nikki Alley. Woo-hoo. Um And there were several inventions, so I also want to go a little bit in detail about... Um, 
the medical advances that we had through black people. Like mm-hmm. the first um, open heart surgeon, well, open successful heart surgery was actually mm-hmm. done by a black man. Of course it was. Let's see. We're so amazing. Um, yes. And a lot of things in medicine we have to learn through um, advances. So. Exactly. Yeah, by the surgeon, Dr. Daniel Hale Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah. Say his name. Yes. And on top of that, like the Tuskegee experiment, which was a horrible experiment done on black people, and I guess that's probably the number one reason why black people don't trust doctors. <laughs> um, they what they did so like back in the day and um, reconstruction, they got a bunch of poor African American sharecroppers. So they thought, hey, you have bad blood, so can we go study on you? They like Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. So they actually infected all these men with syphilis. And there was treatment for syphilis, but that I wonder how long. So then for like a good amount of years, um, a lot of people in this community would get infect- infected with syphilis. So mm-hmm. wives, mistresses, and girlfriends were mm-hmm. all getting syphilis, and they didn't know why until like I think the 1970s uh-huh. when someone did the whistleblower, like, okay, you're using um, syphilis on us. And I think um, Bill Clinton actually gave them an apology thinking sorry we did syphilis on you guys yeah thanks bill clinton i mean yeah still terrible to cheat on your wife but things like <laughs> um yeah so many things i mean there's so many movies out about us i mean to appreciate black history definitely watch hidden figures yes a great movie about how awesome black women are um, yeah. and how we do all of the maths and the sciences <laughs> um what else um what else? What other? Obviously, Black Panther is the pinnacle like movie at the Oscars this year. Watch the fuck out of that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's really an all star cast: Ryan yes. Coogler, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great, and also Miles Morales, Spider Man. Yes, definitely go watch that. It's so good. I want to. Yeah. I want to see it so bad. Um, yeah, I still need to see it. Um, if Beale Street could talk, is supposed to be a really good like black movie. James Ooh. Baldwin. Yes, sir. Um, what else? Um, I mean, obviously, we have queens in uh, all forms of entertainment, music, yes, acting, uh, Angela Bassett, uh, Halle Berry, Alicia Keys, Beyonce. Yep. And also, I'm going to go through a couple inventions to thank because of a black person. Yay. The automatic gear shift in a car. Woohoo! In 1932 by Richard Spikes. America's First Clock by Benjamin Banneker. He was a farmer, mathematician, astronomer, land surveyor, and subject of a Stevie Wonder song. Woohoo! Automatic elevator doors. Mm-hmm. A blimp. A blood bank by Dr. Charles Drew. Clothes dryer for George T. Sampson. Dustpan by Lloyd P. Ray. An electric lamp by Louis Vladimir. Folding chairs. All of the things you take. John Perry, and especially for a cookout. Mm-hmm. Gas heating furnaces mm-hmm. by Alice H. Parker. Gas masks by Garrett Morgan. A golf tee by George, Doctor George Grant. Mm-hmm. Home security systems by Marie Van Britten Brower. We're amazing. <laughs> yes, ice cream scooper. An ice cream scooper. Oh. All of the things you take advantage of. In lawn mowers. Lawn mowers. Lawn sprinklers. <laughs> Mailboxes by Philip Dowling. A modern day lock. Modern toilets by Thomas Elkins. A mop by Thomas W. All Finger. the things you use to clean. <laughs> Pacemakers. A portable pencil the sharpener. The reason so like half of you are alive. Uh, potato chest by George Crom. The reason we're all fat. Listen. Oh yeah, reversible baby stroke. Um, strollers by William Richardson. You can see your baby now when you stroll down the street. And the Super Soaker by Lonnie G. Johnson, a NASA engineer. Suspenders. Yes. Thermostatic temperature code, touch tone phone, yeah. traffic light. One uh-huh. thing that isn't on this list, but actually caller ID was actually invented by a black woman. Listen, do you know all of the things you just listed are things that all of you <laughs> use in your daily lives? Okay, I'm just saying. Like, like not to mention the fact that we gave you the best music, okay, <laughs> that you take advantage of now. Um, like all of the cultures, not even just white people. <laughs> like the yeah. Koreans, the Japanese, all of y'all. 
Just yes. take it head. And I, like I really it. love that we as a black people are coming together and canceling problematic black people. Exactly. Like R. Kelly. Like R. Kelly. Fuck him. Um, Maybe right now Michael Jackson's on the popping block, so I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. Till next time on the next podcast when we have more information. But, um, yeah, like, yeah, hell, it canceled him. You gotta cancel. We, um, and I feel like we, as of, this is just... We deserve all of the love that we are not getting, so we have to give it to each other. So, yes, all of our black controversial millennial podcast listeners, please go out and love on a black person. Yes. Your mama, your sister, a random black person. <laughs> and don't use the excuse of having a black friend to use black faces. And I saw this funny tweet that said, like, you know when we say we wanted black faces in government? That's not what we meant. Yeah, no, that's, no, don't, please don't use that excuse. Like, just, <laughs> just, just be kind to a black person this month. But, and not, like, backhanded kindness. Like, oh, you're cute for a black girl. No, that's not a, that's not a compliment, bitch. Yeah, just say can- that she's cute. Yeah, I think we should probably discuss that in the next episode. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're going to be discussing all matter of black things this month. I love it so much. Um, let's see. Do you have anything else to wrap it up? Yep. I'm just thinking happy Black History Month. Try to learn what white privilege is, interracial dating mm-hmm. and everything. We're uh, stay safe because mm-hmm. right now we're in Texas. We don't know what to wear because the weather is random right now. So I'm hot right now. I'm wearing long <laughs> sleeves and I don't know. I'm gonna walk outside. It's probably gonna be 80 degrees. I'm just saying. Like we, I, I escaped Canada to come back to warmth, and I came back to the cold. Okay. Yeah, warm up. Um. Yeah. Yes. Any shout outs, Nikki Alley? Oh, like shout out to all of my family who have birthdays this month because <laughs> I have. There's at least like 20 people in my family who has a birthday this month. Damn, I only have two. Yeah, we. I've. Oh, we've already had like five. And it's only the ninth day of February. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to my aunt's birthday is on Monday. Um, I'm probably missing somebody. My cousin's birthday was this week. Uh, but, like, you know, shout out to all of them. Um, shout out to uh, all of my people uh, celebrating Valentine's Day. All my singles were not celebrating Valentine's Day. Don't be better. Uh, and, um, yeah, just, again, as we always say, uh, when we close out, uh, be confrontational, like, you know, confront the things that are bothering you, confront the things that are great in your life, thank them, be grateful, um, but most of all, confront yourself in the mirror. confront yourself. Yeah, in the mirror, and be all like, what can I do to be better today? Yes, so, signing out. Signing out, peace. Bye. Bye.